CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Mark Striegel. John Astronomy. The Talking Metal Podcast. Coming to you from the Silver Spacecraft. I'm Bud Friendly. And now your hosts, Mark and John. Hey there, hi there, ho there. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. A big thank you going out to our friend Eric, who lives down in D.C. Eric, I appreciate your nice long email on our YouTube show that we put up, Talking Metal Pirate Radio. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to watch it, A., and B, taking the time to send us your critique. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to read the whole thing, Eric. Um, but let me just say I have read the whole thing numerous times. But I'm, what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to read it all here on air. But uh, I'll read the first paragraph. I just finished checking out episode one of Pirate Radio on YouTube.com slash Talking Metal. So I thought I'd provide some feedback. I think there's a lot of upside to the show. The audio quality is mostly good, although John's mic sounded a little trebly here and there. I don't know if that's about the hardware or the timber of John's voice. Uh, Eric, I don't think it's about the hardware because that was like recorded at Bionic before Bionic went out of business. And, uh, you know, they were pretty professional. We had a professional engineer there and, you know thousand dollar mics and all that shit so i uh maybe that's john's voice i don't I don't know but anything's possible i thought we were both talking into the same type of mics too but uh who knows all right i've listened to your show for several years but i admit i can't remember john's voice sometimes i thought the weakest part of your show was the danzig video which you can't really do anything about one negative criticism of the show is the pacing at the beginning it felt like you were rushing through the early parts of it to get to the interviews. I know the interviews were recorded at different times and that may be why it sounded like that, but in viewing it, it felt crunched together. Maybe in preparing it, you might be able to identify what your target length is, say 60 minutes, then make your show fit those constraints. Uh, 15 minutes to introduce who you are, mention the interviews. Listen, Erica, this is all great insight, and I appreciate you taking the time to write in. Um, you go on to say that you don't like Bud Friendly, which, uh, and you are wondering why we show him sometimes just sitting there. Dude, it's a cutaway, you know? Sometimes on The Tonight Show, they would cut away to Ed McMahon, even though he wasn't necessarily saying something. 
that's just who Bud, Bud Friendly is. He's hanging out there. He's drinking with us. That's why we show him drinking. And uh, he's he's our man. We like Bud Friendly. I I understand that you, that you're not digging him, but he is definitely a part of some of these talking metal shows that we do. So. I guess uh, take it or leave it, you know. Uh, but uh, changing subjects, uh, Eric devotes a whole paragraph to Bud Friendly, but changing subjects, uh, I'm jumping down to the end of his email here. <laughs> Once again, changing subjects. I thought the interviews were good. I heard those on the podcast before. I like to listen to these when I'm jogging or cooking or something. So I like that listening to the show without the video didn't detract I imagine if you get into the groove of making video shows, it would be easier to skip the audio podcast. So I'm glad to know that I'd be able to enjoy these either way. Please bring back some of the discussion with the producers or authors from the past. I remember you guys interviewing the guy who wrote the History of Black Sabbath book. To me, that was a great show. Had to be back around 2006. Anyways, I got to run. I'm on vacation in Florida, and I need to watch my five-year-old who wants to teach me how to splash in the pool. All right, Eric, thanks a lot. And I'm crunching your email, throwing it away. Uh, Eric, you're, you're great, and I totally appreciate the time that you took to watch the show and send us the critique. I did read your email numerous times, and we'll take all that into consideration. Uh, as far as the flow of these video shows coming together, it's not happening. I'm I'm sorry to say, uh, uh, there's no flow. It's expensive. It's uh, I'm calling in favors left and right, and you know we're trying to get this second episode done, and it's been tough. I am committed to four episodes uh, at least at this point. I think I'm still committed to four of these video episodes. I thought the first one turned out good. I really enjoyed it. Glad people are watching it. I think it's got over 13,000 views at this point. Surprised it doesn't have more, actually, but whatever. Um, I guess we didn't, you know, have any massively big names on there, although we did have, you know, Iron Maiden and stuff, but I don't know. I don't know. The second one will probably get far less as far as the views go because we're not going to have the big-name guests on it like uh, like the first one. At least I consider those guys in the first one somewhat bigger names. And I have no idea what's going to be on the third or fourth one, honestly. Um, we do have an ACDC jam in the can, if you will, um, which will probably be on the third episode. The second episode, again, which I'm desperately trying to get together now, it's just been tough calling in favors. Jay Bones, your phone is dead, by the way. He's our editor-producer, one of editors of producers and I'm having trouble getting in touch with him which isn't a good sign so if you're listening Jay give me a ring send me an email I sent you an email the other day let's get this thing done Warbringer will be on the next show one of the guys from Warbringer doing a Metallica song with us and we also oh that's my wife just walked in and my son's watching a TV show he just woke up from his nap he's in the other room so if you hear any background noise that's what that is anyways uh, yeah episode two of Pirate Radio on YouTube will have uh, John from Warbringer jamming a Metallica song with us. Who else? Uh, oh, 
we got a guy from a band called Out Loud, and he's going to be doing a pre-song with us. Out Loud is kind of an offshoot of Firewind. If you know Gus G's band, Firewind, Out Loud, uh, it was kind of formed by a couple of the members, not Gus G, but a couple of the other members of Firewind. So we'll have the singer of that band, if any of that makes any sense. I'm hearing it back in my head, and it sounds confusing. The singer of a band called Out Loud basically doing a pre-song with us. And we'll probably revisit uh, my old Mike Portnoy interview. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, you're going to love it. And a kind of hysterical tour of John's apartment, crib style, if you will. Let's get into some more music. This is a track my friend Arun turned me on to. It's called The Plow. It is by a band called Septic Nemesis. Septic Nemesis. Arun, my friend down in Austin, Texas, turned me on to that. Thanks, Arun. Good stuff. And uh, by the way, Eric from D.C., the guy who sent that email in that I read. Uh, Eric, I believe you've given us numerous donations at this point. Am I right on that? I'm not sure. I, I think so. I know one came in from you recently for $25. So thank you very much for that, Eric. That is awesome. If you want to make a PayPal donation, go to TalkingMetal.com, hit that PayPal button, keep us in business. You guys recently just bought me a new portable recorder, which I purchased on eBay last week. It hasn't arrived yet. I hope it arrives today, actually, because I could really use it on Monday when I'm scheduled to get together with John for a podcast in the city somewhere. Otherwise, I'm going to have to haul all this equipment in from home and set it up in some stupid bar somewhere, which is going to be a major pain in the ass. But I think I will do it anyway because, uh, it's, as we know, it's hard getting John on this show sometimes. And it is his show as much as mine, at least uh, in theory. It is. Uh, I guess I've kind of become the more dominant one here. 
doing the shows and I'm still having fun at it. And I think John does too, when we finally get him on board, you know, this is scared by dangerous toys. Speaking of Texas, I mentioned my friend Arun from Texas earlier, who's originally from Jersey. But uh, anyways, Dangerous Toys from Texas, right? I think so. Yeah, Scared is the name of that song. 
Jason McMasters. Right, is that his name? I think so. Oh, yeah, so check this out. F-Secure Antivirus Company of Finland has reported receiving emails from an Iranian nuclear scientist who says Persian uranium-235 isotope refining efforts have just been hit with another cyber attack. President Obama's staff has admitted to the New York Times that there was a joint Israel-USA cyber military operation, uh, and it was behind this most recent attack, I guess. Uh, And what happened during this attack on Iranian computers in in the... uh, Iranian nuclear scientists' computers was uh, that the, they broke into their computers and forced them to randomly start playing ACDC's, ACDC's Thunderstruck.
That's ACDC with Thunderstruck here on Talking Metal. Also, I guess, coming to you on a lot of uh, computers that happen to be uh, owned or, or used by Iranian nuclear scientists, courtesy of a cyber attack by the U.S. and Israel. I don't know if that's fact or rumor or what, but there you go. Let's keep it going. Here's an email that came in. Hey, Mark, this is Eric from Long Island. I go under Snake65 on your forum. This is in response to your feeling that making full albums is dead. I somewhat agree based on the industry's condition itself, but I want to discuss the problem and some solutions I think could get the pulse back in music. While I still prefer my own music, whether that's a hard copy from iTunes or I just signed up with Spotify for $9.99 a month, I can preview at least 80% of new music from various sites recommended that I'm into. One issue why the industry is hurting is that people get burned with albums that just are not good. And with music, along with movies and video games, these items you can't return for a refund if they're not satisfactory. Very unfair. The next issue is whether it's a band or a classic band, the new music needs to be played. That's my son yelling in the background. Sure, you listen to Octane, but those play more hardcore stuff. Boneyard with Kevin Cash always played new music from bands it covered. It was good and people liked it and in, liked it then and it stayed in rotation. I have WBAB by me and they always post about stuff. Uh, I, I don't know, I'm losing you here. Anyways, uh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm uh, I'm not reading this whole email, man. But uh, you say everyone's getting into vinyl again, um, which somewhat, but not. I don't think vinyl is a big money maker for the industry. I mean, it's definitely sales are up with vinyl, but it's not making anybody millionaires. If even ten percent of the listeners picked up the new music, that's more sales, more sales, more shows. Local venues benefit as do workers. It's a chain reaction of positive. So when guys like Bon Jovi say Steve Jobs killed music, he is wrong. If a listener can hear new music, and even if they only like one song and download it from iTunes, that's 99 cents more spent because these people heard the new track and spent something towards it. I agree, but in the, in the, in the past... Eric, uh, you know, you'd hear one song and you'd have to go buy the whole album. Sure, there were 45s, but not all the songs were on 45. I just know, listen, I mean, albums have always sucked, quite frankly, and I, I own hundreds and thousands of them myself, but it's rare that you'd get the, the good Led Zeppelin record or the good Tool record or the good Slayer or Maiden record that you could listen to all the way through. And I think uh, we tend to remember the past being better than it actually was. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think if, you, if you like uh, some music, l- try to listen to it legally by downloading that track. But now you're spending 99 cents as opposed to, you know, $15 on a CD. And it, it's going to change the industry. But I, I think the industry, you know, capitalism, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in capitalism. And I think capitalism will adjust and people, you know, will be able to make money in other ways. Touring, putting on better shows, merchandising, licensing. There's other ways to make money off of music. And if you like an artist, yeah, try to support them any way you can. 
I really love Spotify. I don't know. I, a lot of artists don't like it, but I, I, I like what they're doing, and I feel good paying 10 bucks a month to Spotify. This is Enough's Enough with Mother's Eyes.
Mother's Eyes. Enough's enough on Talking Metal. Thanks for listening. I know there's a little background noise. My son is watching his dinosaur train show in the other room. My other son is sleeping. And speaking of noise, two loud bands making a ruckus on one song. This is Battle Scar by Max Webster and Rush from 1980.
Battle Scar by the band Max Webster and Rush from 1980 on Talking Metal. Now, Six Guns Loaded by Brittany Fox. listening to Talking Metal, guys. Thanks for your support. Remember the PayPal button on Talking Metal to keep us going. You guys helped me buy this new M-Audio recorder that is on the way in the mail. So thank you for that. 
This is Crazy Nights by Loudness. just heard it was a little Japanese metal loudness sitting here drinking a uh, just a little taste of margarita hey Harrison come here bud 
was trying to get my older son to come over and say hello, but it's a no-go. I don't know, guys. I'm sorry I don't read the emails. I know those two emails from both Eric's were, like, really long, and I kind of butchered them and skipped through them. It's just tough. I, I have to admit, I, I, I do read the, the emails when they come into the, the, the mailbox, which is talkingmetal at yahoo.com, but it's um, I get bored sometimes reading them on air. I think if you want your email read on air, what I would ask uh, from now on, keep it short. I know you guys have a lot to say, but you got to realize you're dealing with a guy who has the attention span of like a 10-year-old, so keep that in mind. All right, thank you. And 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 if you if you do write a four-page email, I, I will try my best to read it. Just might not read it on air. And I do value all your your opinions and I appreciate all the support you guys give us. Go buy a t-shirt, why don't you? Talkingmetal.com in the store section. This is Sex Action by Crucified Barbara. Crucified Barbara on Talking Metal. This is 
Stronger by Scattered Hamlet. Gary, thank you so much for your donation. $30 Gary sent in. I really appreciate that, Gary. That's awesome. It's a good, good donation from our good friend, Gary. I guess it's going to do it for today on Talking Metal. A lot of good music. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back in the next episode with a John Astronomy appearance. How about that? John's staying busy with Ace. I guess, you know, he wrote the Ace book, No Regrets. Great read. I enjoyed it. And I guess Peter Chris has a book coming out soon. 
John, of course, not involved with the Peter Chris book, but uh, John is staying busy with Ace. You know, Ace still plays a lot of shows. He does a lot of these like conventions, signing things. So if you're if you're out there seeing Ace at one of these shows or these conventions, look for John. He's usually the guy standing right next to Ace. It's funny, you know, for the whole first number of years we did Talking Metal, you know, John would talk about Ace being his friend and that, he, you know, he knew Ace since the 80s and this and that. And and it was weird because Ace would never appear on the show. And I, I, I do believe there were probably some people out there, I know for a fact, because we got some emails, doubting that John even knew Ace and thinking that he was a liar. But I can tell you, he, he has known Ace pretty well since the since the late 80s and or mid 80s i don't know and you know now he is working with ace he started doing part-time work for ace a number of years back and i I guess i'd still call it somewhat part-time you know because he still holds down his job at nickelodeon mtv networks here in new york city he's a photo archivist or something digital asset guy uh but you know yeah he's working hard with ace and i guess they're gonna write a second book together i mean at least that's what i heard on blabbermouth and i don't know if they've actually started writing it but we should ask john if they have on the the next episode of the show so i'm gonna sign off right now guys and i wish you all the best and i appreciate your continued support of what we do here I know we're not doing many interviews lately, and I'm kind of digging it, actually. I, I have to admit, it's just, this is fun, just playing music that I love, hanging with you guys, talking, acting like a, a jackass. So I, I'm having fun. But I, I suspect that sometime, sometime soon, we will get back to interviews. There's the studio issue right now. There's, you know, I, I don't want to go back to how we used to do phone interviews back in like 2005, 2006, where it was like, and just complete static and horrible sound quality. You get enough of that on on other podcasts. Uh, and believe me, I do check them out. I do love listening to Victor, Mars Attacks. It's just something about, about what Victor does that has some personality to it. And I relate to, um, and his, you know, I think at times the Mars Attacks show has struggled with sound quality issues, but I think it's been pretty good lately. You know, I was listening to actually Victor's side podcast, the incoherent ramblings of Victor Ruiz, which he doesn't do a lot of those shows, but I, I enjoyed the most recent episode that he did playing a little sneaker pimps. I used to like that band, Victor, good stuff. Thanks for bringing me back. And I had fun. I was stuck in traffic listening to your episode coming from Morristown, driving back to Maplewood, which you being a Jersey guy, I'm sure you know that. I was actually on South Orange Ave, Columbia Turnpike there. And there was just like a, a massive traffic jam down past the Livingston Mall there. And Victor, thanks for your input on uh, Mountain Lakes. It's a town I could potentially see us my family moving to at some point out there in morris county good stuff thanks vic and check victor's show out on itunes mars attacks and the incoherent ramblings of victor ruiz good shows keep up the good work man i saw you just posted a new episode i gotta go check it out this is a little 
Thin Lizzy on Talking Metal off the Black Rose record.
Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.